thank you for tuning in to watch this program today and I'm so glad that you took the time out of your day to uh, hear a very important message from Richard Bennett of the uh, Berean Beacon, a former Roman Catholic priest and now minister of the gospel. Uh, welcome to the program, Richard. Good to be here with you, Greg. Yeah, it's nice to see you again. And yes, praise God. Yes. Mm -hmm. and it's, a, it's a joy to be with you and uh, I look forward to giving an update on my testimony. Yeah, because things yeah. have changed since, mm -hmm. since I first wrote it. Mm, yeah, yep. They've been having uh, some big changes too in your life over these last uh, you know, few months too, Richard. It's good to see you. Yes, um, my health yep. has been deteriorating, but uh, by God's grace, uh, I'm in Christ Jesus, and I know whom I believe, and I'm persuaded he is able, yep. and I look forward to going home to glory mm. the day when the Lord calls me home. I look forward to it. Yeah, but you've really improved. I'm so happy about that, Richard. Yes, I have, and uh, I'm happy, yeah. and I'm happy to share from my heart today with mm. you, the listener, and uh, I really ask that you listen because I have some important things to say that I did not say in my previous testimony uh, as it was written and in the video that I made previously. Well, Richard, um, could you tell me, uh, tell the, our viewers a, a little bit about your family's history a little bit, your background? Yes, in, in my previous testimony, I gave an account that I, I, I came from a family with uh, with many children. Uh, there was uh, there were four sisters older than me and one sister younger than me, and uh, myself and my two brothers. So it was a large family. Since then, um, some of my sisters have died. Actually, four of my sisters have died, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm happy to say that things really changed with my two eldest sisters, uh, Maura and Joan. Um, while um, while they were still alive, I had a lot of lot of conversations back and forth. Uh, from where I live now in the United States to Ireland with my sister Maura and she saw that salvation was all by God's grace. It was no sacrament, it was no church, it was no ritual, it was the grace of God alone mm -hmm. and I thank God for that. That's encouraging to hear that because I know it, they've been on your heart so much. It, it was and I was so so encouraged that she came really to know the Lord and she saw that as I have explained from my own testimony that in the words of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 being dead in trespass and sins that we were dead and the faith itself was a gift of God and mm -hmm. grace and I was so happy to see her more and more assured that she really knew the Lord and that was a great joy to me. Mm -hmm. My other sister Joan and she uh, she and myself talked a lot she was going uh, more blind towards the end of her life mm -hmm. but she, we talked a lot on the phone and she equally more and more heard the gospel message as I, I explained it by the word of course it was the spirit quickening mm -hmm. so that she was trusting on Christ alone yeah. and I feel assured that both of them were there in glory and that's a, such a joy to me and uh, I thank the Lord. I'm mm -hmm. still in prayer for my other very, very younger sister mm -hmm. who still lives in, in Australia 
and that her and her husband would come to know the Lord equally and that's my prayer and uh, I trust that the Lord would answer that prayer and uh, equally my brother Frank my brother Frank has given up for a long time because of the horrific scandals and mm. in, in Ireland particularly the scandals called the Murphy Report whereby mm. the immorality of the priests the horrific immorality of the priests and even the nuns and all that was exposed mm -hmm. uh, he gave up when we saw how horrible was the morality of the mm -hmm. Catholic Church, but still culturally Catholic. And, right. And when, uh, you know, when his daughter was married, um, and um, fairly recently, about um, ten months ago, it had to be in a Catholic church. Mm -hmm. And of course, it was a, it was a Catholic priest. Uh, it was actually. Uh, um, a man who hadn't been close to uh, was a Dominican priest who performed the wedding. Mm -hmm. So culturally, still Catholic. Mm -hmm. And my prayer is that the Lord would wake him up. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Frank, in, in viewing this video, he may get uh, may the Lord quicken your heart that, like Mora and Joan, you would come to know the Lord. <laughs> oh, the Lord's grace. So th things have really changed regarding my family. Yeah. Thank you for that's asking a, that's that question. A nice update about yeah, yeah. The salvation of your sisters, and yeah, yeah. I know that's been a prayer of yours for all these years. It has. It has been. So, um, coming from such, um, you know, a, a very devout Roman Catholic family, um, you began your search um, very young in life, and you're trying to earn your way to heaven. Is that one of the... Yes, and particularly when I was 17 and 18, uh, I was used to study, we didn't study the Bible, neither in our studies or, you know, or, or uh, in, a, in, but, um, in our private devotions, it was more we read the, the documents of the Pope. Mm -hmm. And I read the document of Pope Pius XII, and I memorized it, and I still know it to this day. He said, word for word, great mystery this, and source of unending contemplation, the salvation of souls should depend on the prayers and sufferings of the members of the mystical body of Christ offered for, for this intention. That's word for word. Mm -hmm. If you check online, you'll find the document, and uh, that's word for word. That so salvation. So you took that seriously. I took it seriously. I lived it. Yeah. That uh, I had my eye on some gals at the tennis club where I was a great, a great player of tennis, I'd actually been in some tennis tournaments and everything, mm -hmm. but I was thinking of marrying a man was I looking at one gal in particular, and then I said, no, I'm going to sacrifice myself. I'm going to give up marriage. I'm going to sacrifice myself. I'm going to remain celibate. I'm going to go into the priesthood. And so that for the salvation of souls, mm -hmm. so that souls may be saved, mm -hmm. you know, in, in the Catholic terms, that they at least go to purgatory, right. and then after purgatory, then go to heaven. But it was that was the desire of my heart, mm -hmm. and so I went and became a Dominican priest. We studied for eight years, mm -hmm. but while we were in training for the priesthood, I really did things for penance. Now, Ireland is really cold. It's as far north as Moscow, actually, and in, in the winters it gets desperately cold. Mm -hmm. And in the desperate cold winters, I would have a shower with cold water. 
and it was one of the most painful things I ever did. I sat in the shower for maybe five or ten minutes to feel pain as it were in my bones. Mm. It was one of the more painful things I ever did. And you were doing this to I suffer, was, I was, thinking this I was... was uh, many souls go to uh, uh, saved by prayer, by, by suffering and by prayer. And here am I praying that souls will be saved. And um, it was, I, I, I did it I couldn't endure anymore. Mm. And then with the master of students, because we had somebody, we had to do serious things, not on our own, I got, I asked him for a little steel whip. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, uh, because I had read some of the Catholic saints had, in doing sacrifices, had whipped them their back. Wow. And sometimes even to blood. And I would whip my back with a little steel chain. And I never did it to blood. Yeah. But I did it to, it was unbearable. And uh, it was, uh, that was my trying to win souls, the souls would be saved. So through self-inflicted? Inflicted pain. Yeah. And uh, it was, uh, it was, um, of course, I didn't. I didn't have any idea the scriptures it was completely overruled such a such yeah. stupidity not by the works of righteousness that we have done but by his grace he saved us like it says in scripture it's uh, it's all of it's all of grace and uh, it's um, not of rituals not of sacraments it's, it's god's choice you know it's chosen in christ before the foundation of the world ephesians 1 4. Right. it's not it's not it's not our choice it's not true sacraments, it's God's choice. And uh, so uh, mm -hmm. things really, really changed in that regard. Mm -hmm. I, I, I totally, then I saw things afterwards that this is it's an abomination before God. Mm. All that idea. Were, also, when and, were, and you, also, when were you seeing this happen? When was that being revealed to you? This was in, in, the, in the 50s. First of all, mm -hmm. and in the 60s, coming up to coming up to the early 60s, okay. and, and then, and then, and then at the same time, the Catholics were boasting about the apparitions of Mary of, at Fatima. Yeah, and mm -hmm. many souls go to go to hell because of nobody to pray or do penance for them. That was mm -hmm. supposed to be Mary appearing at Fatima. Yeah, and of course, uh, it's, it's it was anything like Mary. Only a demon would say things like that. Right. Many souls go to hell because there's nobody to pray or do prayer. That's right. like very similar to what the what the Pope said. Mm -hmm. Mary is supposed to have said. Yeah. No, the demon in hell would say such a thing. Right. The real, the Queen of Heaven. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a huge revelation when mm -hmm. finally, you know, I was to come later on, as I'll explain, to, right. to see the true salvation. Mm -hmm. So that that was a. That was me ba way back then. <laughs> yeah. And so then, um, as you progressed through your ordination, and um, what, what was transpiring during your time of study in, uh, as a pre as, you know, be before you became a priest? Well, in my time of study, I, I did academics. I did very well. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I was as smart as some of, the <laughs> some of them, but the man did I work hard. Mm -hmm. I, I really, I really, so I was... I had qualifications so that academically, not everybody of the group or uh, mm -hmm. not all priests were sent to Rome to to study in Rome itself. Right. So after I was ordained in 1963, mm -hmm. I was sent to Rome 
So because, because of your academic stand. Because of my, to do, I was supposed to do two major degrees. Mm -hmm. so were they grooming you to be a professor? To, to yes, they were grooming me to be a professor. Mm -hmm. And I was to do two major degrees. And mm -hmm. I went to Rome and in the coming up to 63, coming into 64, that, that academic year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was horrified by Rome. Mm -hmm. Because Rome, all the pomp and the glory, when the Pope comes out in St. Peter's Square, it's filled with thousands and thousands of people right. flocking to hear the words of the Pope. Uh -huh. You know, he's from his balcony, you know, spouting out all his, his doctrine and what people are to do. And uh, it's all pomp and glory. And of course, they, they all wear the they all wear gowns like we wore the Dominican white gown mm -hmm. with a black cap over it and uh, all dressed up. Th it's this uh, kind of gives it a, a uh, show of uh, being uh, holy in uh, gar uh, and by uh, your uh, garments. Yes, you're not wearing a suit and a tie. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're wearing these, these holy clothes, you know, and uh, uh, it, was, um, it was, but it was so empty. Mm. It was so empty when I saw when I saw the Italians, how they lived, you know, I saw, I saw a assembling of what went on in, car in, in, in the parks. Mm -hmm. In the parks we had the prostitutes yeah. and, you know, the amount of people out with the prostitutes. And this is in the holy city. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then the way some of the, the priests lived, mm -hmm. the immorality of the priests. Now you mentioned before that there was quite a uh, a lot of homosexuality amongst the priests. Well, I, di I didn't realize at the time because homosexuality wasn't spoken about at the time. Mm -hmm. But looking back at it later from what those priests said, there was 300, over 300 priests studying for degrees and all like myself. Right. And uh, of course the classes were all in Latin mm -hmm. and we were all fairly fluent, even though the Spanish and the Italians could speak like machine guns. <laughs> we were <laughs> from Ireland and England. Uh, Latin didn't come as naturally with, with us. Mm -hmm. uh, but but when I look upon and see how those priests spoke, and mm -hmm. um, I realize that these men are not seeking like I am right. to be holy and to win souls. Yeah. They're looking for careers. Mm -hmm. And they are not living a moral life. From right. what I could, what I could see, what I could sense, mm -hmm. I didn't see any acts of immorality. Mm -hmm. But you know, you sense in your spirit. And uh, mm -hmm. I was horrified, and I was so horrified that uh, um, I asked for a vacation to get away from the. Mm -hmm. And I went to Fiesole, which was an amazing part of 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 of, of, of Italy, mm -hmm. away from France away from Rome and uh, it was trying to recuperate and then uh, when I was away for those it was about 10 days I came back and I decided that I'm not going to do these degrees mm -hmm. because I can't continue in this system it's just it's too hard I've got to go back to Ireland where, where mm -hmm. people really live Catholicism mm -hmm. and uh, I decided I'd go by Lourdes 
to do some penance at Lord's yeah. to purify myself. I was going to suffer more for souls than Lord's. And uh, so I I, uh, I told the professor who was doing my degree, I said, I, I, I can't do the degree. Mm. And he said, well, I'll help you to finish it. And I said, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Mm. Well, he said, I have from about 10 years ago a degree, uh, a thesis that somebody else wrote. I just changed the beginning of it. So he, he was wanting to give you some else's yeah, work. Yeah, mm. and I said, I have seen the, I have seen the prostitutes in the parks, mm -hmm. parading their goods. <laughs> and I said, what your suggestion to me is worse immorality than what they do. Mm. I said, how dare you, as supposed to be a man of God. And he was horrified that I addressed him like that. Mm. But I withstood him and said, I'm not going to do it. So you were seeing the hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, said, I'm I said, I'm going back and I'm going to Lourdes. I'm going to suffer for, be purified by my sufferings at Lourdes. Mm. By, so that I can really live Catholicism and not Catholicism as I lived here in Rome. Mm. So I finished at the ordinary academic level right. and I went to Lourdes and I did some of the most ghastly penances ever. Mm. You know, people go down into the water at Lourdes mm. to be healed. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, and there's some people who, the, the water is filthy because there's, mm -hmm. there's people being in with cancer and all sorts of things. And it's, it's, it's all sorts of strange things floating around. And I took that off of my hands and I drank it. And it's the grace of God that I didn't get some horrific disease, you know, because mm. it must have been filled with all every last wicked German thing. And, uh, but that was me trying to purify myself so I could really live Catholicism mm. and really suffer for sin, sinners yeah. and go back to Ireland. Uh, which I did, mm -hmm. and uh, I reached back at the end of, coming towards the end of 64, and uh, I uh, studied then to, my, to be qualified to hear confessions, oh, okay. so that you can go into a confession box and people can whisper their sins into your ear. <laughs> so I, uh, confession used to be very popular in those days, in Catholicism it's not very popular anymore, but it was very popular in those days. And uh, so I went back to Ireland, mm -hmm. and uh, things things really, really were different then. And uh, then they got furious with me. The head priest called Father, Father Coffey, and uh, he uh, he was furious with me. And all the other priests were going to do an academic degree in Cork, southern city in Ireland, mm -hmm. and I was to be shipped overseas. I was shipped and like punished by being sent near the tropics to a little island called Trinidad and the neighboring island Tobago and uh, I was shipped off. But it was on that island where your life really changed. It was on that island and I thank God that was the providence of God mm -hmm. that I was on that island because it was there that finally I was going to see how Catholicism was lived. Yeah. It was um, for about Nine years, I baptized babies. Mm -hmm. Used to be about thirty a month. All black babies, of course, or they're Negro or or or, or, or Indian. Mm -hmm. And now and again, you'd have a white child, you know, from some of the uh, Creole uh, 
Right. And the old friends. All very devout friends. in their faith. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I was, uh, did, did that and hear confessions. Mm -hmm. I used to sweat in the confession box, not just because of the tropics, but when you get in, you get women coming and pouring out their immoralities into your ear. Hmm. And, uh, and telling you about the adulteries of fornications and, and uh, you see how they, these same people are supposed to come into communion and it was, it was, I was aghast uh, because of the, how difficult it was. It's like sitting in a garbage dumpster, you know, people come and <laughs> dump their garbage. <laughs> the only was worse. <laughs> and uh, uh, I said, I can't take this anymore. Yeah. I, 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 I uh, things have to change. There was the Lord's grace that things changed, mm -hmm. and I would never. I was I was living in as a priest in San Grigante, one of the northern towns at mm -hmm. the time, and I came in to visit people I knew from Port of Spain, yes. the main city, and uh, their house was at the top of a hill, and they had two big Alsatian dogs at the foot of the where they had to they had to tie up the dogs when you came uh, or uh, and then you walked up 24 steps so I, I was good at tennis and I'd always been fairly athletic so there's a little about three and a half foot fence so I jumped over the fence to um, save me save, waiting for the dogs to be tied up uh -huh. and I slipped Wow. And I went down those steps, damaging my skull and my back spine. Mm. And I was taken to a hospital. And uh, after about three days, I looked like a an arbiter turban around my head wow. because of the the damage I did to the back of my skull and my back spine was was badly damaged too. And I it was it was. It was frightening, and uh, you remember. I remember you saying one time that you uh, had challenged the Lord about something to teach you something. Oh yes, I, I I had boasted. The charismatic movement had begun, and one that we used to pray out loud, mm -hmm. which we never did before, and pray in our own words, not Hail Marys, no, yeah. but in our Father's word. And I I said, I thank you, God. I'm so humble, and I said, Lord. If, if you wish to make me even more humble, I give you permission. Uh -oh. <laughs> I mean, talk about giving God permission. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, was, it was after that that this thing happened. Mm. And uh, man, God did humble me. And in my recovery, because I was, in, I, was in the, I was in the hospital, and then I was about three and a half months in a sanatorium mm -hmm. recovering. When I was recovering, uh, I got a Bible into me, mm -hmm. was sent in, yeah. and I started studying the Bible. I wondered if I had died, where I would have gone, mm. because I didn't have peace with God. That's a very serious question to ask. Yeah, yes. Very yeah. same thing happened to me. Are oh, you right? Challenge. With where, yeah. Where yeah. I, I how can we right with God? Yeah. And how can I have peace with myself? I don't have any inner peace. Yeah. And. Uh, it, it took 13 and a half years search. That's a long search because as I studied the scripture meticulously, mm -hmm. I, I, um, 
I began to see things. Mm -hmm. Now, by God's grace, I landed, as it were, in Ephesians chapter 1 and 2, mm -hmm. and, uh, and in, in uh, the first letter of John, right. and John's Gospel. But they were, and I used to read about 20 or 30 times a day, Ephesians 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that I saw was in Ephesians 1 and 2, where I underlined in the Bible where salvation is, mm. in whom, in him, accepted in the beloved, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6. Mm -hmm. It was 42 times salvation was in Christ. Now the Catholic Church teaching was that salvation is in the human heart. It's like what they call in England a petrol station. Right. Uh, in the States they call it a gas station where you fill up your car with, with gasoline. Mm -hmm. You know, you fill it up and you become more and more filled with sanctifying grace. Mm -hmm. And here, salvation is not in the human heart, it's in Christ. Right. And that was a huge revelation to me. Right. That salvation is not in the human heart. Mm -hmm. or spirit anywhere, it's in Christ. And then then I began to study other things. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was... Outside of the scripture? No, it was just in the scriptures. That, that's very interesting that mm -hmm. you focused your search in the very words of God. Yeah, yeah. And there's some things that really make an impression, or you know, like Psalm 103, mm -hmm. you know, uh, we give thanks to God for the mighty for the deeds He has done. Yeah. You know, who forgiveth all thy iniquities, hmm. and, and you know, and and and, and heals all thy diseases. Right. Who saveth your life from destruction, and crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw that salvation is of God, hmm. and this is this doesn't seem to be of any works. Yeah. And then I saw, and I memorized in my mind, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, mm -hmm. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God. And I would stand up at the priest meetings and I'd say, maybe it's not just the sacraments mm -hmm. by which you know, you're baptized, and you go to confession, you go to communion, mm -hmm. and you take Holy Communion, and you become more and more sanctified. Maybe it's by by grace, mm -hmm. the gift of God. And they say, Bennett, who do you think you are? Uh, they, my name was Peter Bennett, and, and, and they changed your name. You know, and uh, Peter Bennett, who do you think you are? And uh, I say, well, I'm like Oscar in Sesame Street, the old thing they used to show about Oscar. Yeah. I say, you push me down, and I'll be up, back up again. And uh, mm -hmm. and. Uh, that went on for a good many years, but in 1979, in those days I had long hair, it come down over my ears, mm -hmm. and combed back, dark, dark beard coming down here, mm -hmm. and uh, um, I, I really looked the part, yeah. and uh, the charismatic movement had come in, and I was able to really preach with um, with um, with um, guitars and music, and mm -hmm. you know, and I throw back my hair and and <laughs> and a lot of theatrics going on. Yeah, and t tell people how I used to preach against a bit about capitalism and that we need, we need a free economy. Right. Uh, 
were all uh, liberation uh, theology. Yes, I used yeah. to preach that and all other things, and uh, but then uh, you know in that way I was sidetracked. Mm -hmm. But at then, when I got beyond that, yeah. which took me a while, and I went into meditation too, with the Maharishi Maharishi Yogi, oh, okay. I, I yeah. jumped into that for for about nine, ten months, nearly a year, and I went sidetracked, yeah. but. For those years, I was searching, mm -hmm. and finally, I came in Ephesians chapter one and two, mm -hmm. and it was because I had been in Vancouver, British Columbia, mm -hmm. where, where I was asked to preach at a Catholic church, mm -hmm. and having preached in in a, in, a, in a Catholic church in Seattle, I decided I would preach, and the, I was staying in a in Assemblies of God home and the pastor had a strong concordance mm -hmm. and I looked up the word for word what the what does the Bible say about itself you know mm -hmm. and thy word is true John 17 17 not to think beyond what is written I saw that it's the Bible alone is true mm -hmm. and then when I went back to Trinidad and then we'd have priest conferences and gathers of the priests together with Archbishop Anthony Panton and they would say to me, well, Ben, who do you think you are? I say, thus says the Lord. Now it wasn't Oscar. He was, thus says the Lord. And, and he referred to scripture. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I find that just uh, really encouraging. I hope other Catholic people will hear this message that Richard is talking about I know as when I was seeking as a, in a Catholic church, I remember going to the priest and I had questions about the scripture because I noticed he was changing as he read and I followed along in the Missalette. And uh, after the service, he told me that the Bible was written long ago by men and he didn't want to make an offense. So that, at that time in my life, I said, well, why why seek in the scripture? And, it, and I basically tossed the scriptures out and I began to look for apparitions I did whatever I could to try and find some spiritual meaning or depth into my my, my religion um, I, got, I wish I would have ran into you in those days <laughs> to track me back to the word of God anyway so but uh, because it was the Lord's grace that finally saved you yeah. and, and I hope that one day now that you're taking over the beacon because I've stepped down as as the president of the, and director of the ministry, and uh, and uh, of course uh, um, Mike Stevens, who had been a main director too, and you have your own directors. But uh, I just um, hope that one day you'll make a video of your own testimony, and uh, it should be very interesting as well. Mm -hmm. So that was how things were back then. Yeah. Right. Regarding salvation mm -hmm. and my my own salvation, my own salvation actually occurred in 1985 mm -hmm. and uh, I remember with a little priest's house called a presbytery it was actually attached to the back wall of the church and uh, I got on the red carpet one night and I went over and repeated out loud on the red carpet kneeling down mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 You've been dead in trespass and sins. Hmm. And I said, God in heaven, God in heaven, 
show me that I am dead and trespassing sin. <laughs> now, listener, <laughs> if you want the reality, <laughs> ask God to show you and you don't know the Lord and you're a Catholic or some other evangelical who thinks it's man's decision and not God's. Ask God to show you mm -hmm. that spiritually we're all in our natural self dead. Physically we may be alive, but spiritually we're dead. Mm -hmm. And God showed me I was spiritually dead. Yeah. And then, instead of being in a desperate state, I know that God answers prayers. Mm -hmm. I said, God in heaven, give me both the faith, because it says it's your gift, yeah. and activated by your grace, because I'm spiritually dead. And God, in the wonder of His grace, did that. Mm -hmm. And then I sensed in my spirit, for the first time, a peace with God. Mm -hmm. And a peace flowing into my own heart. And that's what you began to seek for back in the yeah, Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, that was, that yeah. was, yeah. And now I put my hand in heaven and I said, God in heaven, Father, Holy Father in heaven, and Jesus Christ, my glorious Savior, I thank you for salvation. I put my hands in heaven. I said, I thank you that I am now in you, Jesus Christ, saved. And Father in heaven, I thank you that you are my loving Father. And I have peace with you and peace with myself. And I actually went and cried for about 10 minutes on the carpet. And it was after that that my addiction to drink left me. Mm -hmm. I used to drink to sleep at night, not socially, but to sleep at night. I would take two beers and then a large shot of, of rum. Mm -hmm. We didn't have whiskey in, in Trinidad. It was more rum because we, we made rum. And Barbados rum was a favorite of all the rums. And that would knock me out at night to sleep. Mm -hmm. And then, after my addiction to drink was gone, mm -hmm. and I knew that something has happened, so mm -hmm. it was like, God of grace, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. I am now right with you. I'm right with you. I'm right in my own mind with myself. What do I do? And it was like the Lord was saying to me by the Spirit, well, if I saved you, I'll look after you. I said, I've got to leave this system. I was beginning to see this is not a church, it's a system. And I've got to leave this system. And the Lord was, saying, was like saying in the Spirit, well, I'll, I'll get you out. And I, we didn't have, I had two accounts. I had a bank account for the church and a bank account for the Dominicans. I had two bank but I wasn't going to take money from the church. Mm -hmm. But I had about 800 money, what you call pocket money, you know what I mean? Yeah. That just belonged to me personally mm -hmm. and not into. So I decided that I would, I would fly from to a neighboring island of Barbados, mm -hmm. which was a pretty British uh, 
Ireland, actually, the pe a lot of the people there are black, but they speak like they were British, you know. And uh, interesting island, Barbados, for a tourist point of view, uh, very popular. Did you just sneak away, or did you say goodbye uh, I, to anybody? I, I got people to drive me to the airport. Mm -hmm. There were people who were beginning to agree with me, mm. and beginning to see that salvation. There was one church in Valencia, mm -hmm. where the church had become uh, charismatic, and I had preached grace there, and it was practically 95% of that church afterwards mm. left Catholicism, and the church changed. Uh, but that that was a, that wasn't in San Gregande, uh, or uh, that was in a, in what we call the outstations, because I not only had a um, a church, mm -hmm. uh, but I had a. I had churches and outstations as a priest in Sangre Gandhi, the last parish I was in. So um, it was um, it was then that the Lord, I, I got to Barbados mm -hmm. and um, I, a Catholic couple talked to me. I was staying in a family. I had known people in Barbados because I had preached to in Barbados mm -hmm. before as a Catholic priest. and. They said to me, where are you going? And I said, well, I hope to go to Canada. I don't have a visa for the United States at the moment. Mm -hmm. And they're from Canada, I'll get a visa and come into the States. And they said, well, what you, what's wrong? And I said, well, I need money. And they said, well, about much money do you need? And I said, about eight or seven or eight hundred dollars. And they talked with each other for a while. And a lot of the Trinidadians had money mm -hmm. in banks in Miami and other places whereby they they had American money because Trinidad money mm -hmm. was was Trinidad dollar was equal to about a quarter and not not a mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't really a, it wasn't really much value and it was it was American money mm -hmm. and they gave me seven hundred US dollars. And I booked a ticket to Canada, and then by God's grace, I, I came of all places. I came to the West Coast mm -hmm. because Vancouver and the West, and uh, Canada, and then coming down the West Coast of the United States, came to Seattle, and then uh, of all places, I then remembered that I had in my telephone directory, I had the telephone number of. Jim St. Hilaire, mm -hmm. who in Wapatov outside Yakima, and uh, I phoned him and I said, I have left the Catholic Church and the priesthood, and I have nowhere to go. And he said, come and stay with us for a week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I went by God's grace, I stayed six months. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was there that uh, I really started studying scripture. It's there where you met your wife too. It, it was later on. It okay. was it was it was towards the, it was towards about four months into that. Uh -huh. uh, I was um, uh, I was going to a church mm -hmm. um, on Knob Hill, and everybody would know knows Knob Hill, and mm -hmm. and, uh, and it was um, it was actually a Pentecostal church, mm -hmm. but I thought that they were preaching grace, yeah. even though they were into science and wonders as well. And I met this lady, and uh, her her name was Mary, and uh, 
uh, and I really went out some days with a friend of hers and had coffee together and then I said because St. Hilaire's were having me recycle my glasses needed to be changed I hadn't been to a dentist for many years and they were getting me to a dentist and the dentist said I'm going to do major major fillings and some removals of teeth mm -hmm. I'm going to do local anesthetics and it's going to be I'm going to do your mouth on this side of your mouth will be paralyzed and it would be better if you went to some family here in, in Yakima instead of driving back to Wapato mm -hmm. uh, because it wouldn't be safe so I asked this lady called Mary Christensen if I could stay at their house mm -hmm. and I went and then I started to get to know her mm -hmm. and her family and uh, I started to question her on salvation and I began to say that more and more she saw that we are spiritually dead needing God's grace mm -hmm. and it was her testimony was quite similar mm -hmm. that the Lord had saved her and I saw that by God's grace this is a this is a this is an amazing thing yeah and I started to to pray about it and more and more I prayed for weeks and weeks mm -hmm. and I asked the Lord to show me if this indeed is the lady that you've chosen for me as a wife mm -hmm. and the Lord showed me clearly in the spirit mm -hmm. and he showed me clearly by the signs I had asked him graciously because I said I shouldn't be asking for signs like Gideon mm -hmm. but I, I shouldn't be asking for signs but I need them because I don't have any church, I don't have any place yeah. and the Lord was said this is the woman mm -hmm. and when I proposed to her she didn't say get lost <laughs> <laughs> she said I have been praying for eight years for a husband mm -hmm. and I see and I had said he has to be different he has to be from away so that I know there's your choice yeah. like not an American somebody from away mm -hmm. and the first day you came to church before you ever talked to me about two months before you ever talked to me mm -hmm. I asked the pastor who's this stranger that's come now with these St. Hilaire's and I said it's Richard Bennett or Peter Bennett whatever they call me from Trinidad mm -hmm. but he originally from Ireland I knew there was you the man that the Lord had sent and then her parents warmly received me yeah. and uh, it was a good time later on the 4th of July we got married and we had celebrations coast to coast <laughs> and fireworks <laughs> and you never forget your never anniversary forget. yes and uh, so it was uh, and uh, it was uh, that was all by God's grace and, and it was uh, and the Lord put you together for he, he for put us together to, uh, to reach out and it was in 1991 mm -hmm. that we started the ministry. Mm -hmm. Before that, I had jobs. I worked for, I worked for, um, I worked in Richard's studio taking photographs of babies and mm -hmm. uh, better than baptizing them. <laughs> and a uh, step up for two years I did that. And then I worked for Neil Pope Dodge selling cars, particularly did I major in selling used cars besides yeah. besides uh, new cars and um, I was salesman of the week after three weeks mm -hmm. 
but I I uh, I was doing that sort of thing, and then I talked to I talked to to Lynn. Mm-hmm. Lynn was her Carolyn was her second name. Yeah. So she took Lynn, and I said, I said the Lord didn't save me just to 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 be selling cars and taking photographs of babies, and. Uh, she and I felt independently of other mm-hmm. that we had a call to be missionaries, mm-hmm. and we went to China. And of all years, it was dramatic year of Tiananmen Square. Now we were not in the north; we were in a southern city, mm-hmm. just across the border. But when you're inside China, you're inside yeah. uh, Shenzhen, uh, and uh, it was uh, it was there we saw the grace of God, mm-hmm. and there I saw men saved and it was I remember Leo Tu Tao and we we called him Whitman mm-hmm. Leo Tao and uh, he was got he had been a member of the party yeah the communist party but he saw salvation by grace mm-hmm. and God's grace alone and he came to biblical salvation and uh, himself and myself mm-hmm. went out to a a, a, a pond, mm-hmm. uh, sort of, a, and uh, he wanted to be baptized to give testimony. Yeah. And uh, he said, "When I come out of the water, all I need is a towel and uh, to dry." And I'm not an emotional man, so I baptized him, and he put his hands in the air and he started to praise God in Chinese for about 15 minutes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I praised God. Mm-hmm. Later on, I was a uh, I, he, he actually was able to get out of China and come to the States. Oh, and he actually was a, a policeman uh-huh. in Houston. <laughs> and later uh, uh, on, I, when I was speaking in, in Houston, uh-huh. I looked up the telephone directory and there it said Liu Tao, <laughs> and, uh, which was his Chinese name. And I phoned and I found that he was saved oh. and still living. When I said to him, Leo Tao, do you go to church on Sunday? He said, well, I work as a policeman. I work on Sundays as well, mm-hmm. one of my major days. And I said, I said, are you really the Lord's? And we're driving in his, in, his, in his car. And he said, you see that New Testament there? It was, I had given him one in English, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said, take it up. And I took it up. It was parts highlighted and underlined. Uh-huh. He said, does that look like a New Testament of somebody who knows the Lord? Yeah. Or is just saying it? Mm-hmm. And I said, that warms my heart. Yeah. And then he went and he bought a watch for me and a handbag. For <laughs> he, said, he said, you're my godparents. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had witness to him. Yeah. But it was a joy to see him and others. Yeah. And I saw that salvation by grace alone to faith alone this is the message and it's for you dear believer spiritually if you don't know the Lord or is it a church where they're trusting in your decision or your commitment to Christ it's it's God's choice chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world it's you to look to the Lord for salvation and uh, let Greg know and he will follow up with you and this email address will be given at the end of the video and uh, it's really important that you know 
God of all grace and that you come to salvation because that is our heart's cry and I praise God that he hears our heart cry and that many souls are saved. I thank God that it's, it's our videos particularly uh, that, uh, that the Lord uses. Uh, I remember from Dundee getting a message from, from a, a former monk mm -hmm. and he said, you know, I'd always trusted in what I did as a Catholic monk. You know, besides priests and nuns, they have monks. And, and now I see it wasn't all my good works, it's the grace of God. Mm -hmm. I thank you for your video. And I remember a lady from Latvia. I didn't even know that they had computers or videos or anything out in Latvia. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she equally said, I now see by God's grace and on and on throughout the years more people have been helped as they watch our videos so please if you're struggling with anything or have any questions email Greg Bentley and he will give his email address at the end of the program and uh, I thank, thank God that he is the one who's now taking over the ministry as I'm stepping down as the, the president and founder of the ministry and of course my wife too stepping down and handing over to him that may the Lord bless his work and um, that is some a summary of my testimony but I, I thank God that things have really changed and I see fruit and my intent and purpose now is to please God mm -hmm. as, um, as we make this video in 2016 the Pope Francis in his white dress, yes. <laughs> all with his with his papal mm -hmm. skull cap, is 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 going to celebrate the Reformation and try to bring people back into unison with Catholic Church. Yes, and, and making an announcement that the Reformation is finished. The Reformation, and of course, everybody should come back to the Church of Rome. Yes, and that's the whole purpose of the Reformation was to get past the Church of Rome yes. and come and the the, the, the tremendous fruit of the Reformation over the many, many years right. where thousands and thousands and Europe has completely changed. Even the economy changed because there's a biblical base to the, 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 so that the, the economy of donations in Europe. And now this Pope is, is trying to bring it all back. Yeah. And he is, he can't withstand the intentions of God. <laughs> God's choice was in eternity past. Right. And a, a Pope in his dress, his pontifical dress, as if he were a lady going around in this long dress. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it doesn't stand one whit against God, God's, God who he is and his purposes and his choice and not any, any intentions of any man. And we'll be addressing that those coming events of next year. So it, it's, it's good, it's good. Yeah. And again, I, 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 I thank I thank the Lord Greg that you're taking over the ministry and I mm -hmm. praise God and, and this is a, an update as a word of my testimony and I, and well thank you for, for that update and Richard and uh, one of the things that you did m mention this evening which I think is of utmost concern for any Catholic person that's watching this this uh, video is that if you died today where would you go and you need to find the answer to that question and that's that's what spurred you on Richard it was I, yeah. how can I have peace with God yeah. and I'd like to I'd like to commend people 
we have on our webpage not just in English but in other languages mm-hmm. are you right with God and uh, very good track. It's yeah. a very, this tract has been used mightily of the Lord mm-hmm. and by God's grace this tract has been instrumental in saving more souls than anything else that we know yeah. are you right with God it's very easy to get this you can just have to go to litmin.org as okay. it's the people who print the trim litmin.org and uh, just email Doug at litmin.org that'll be on your screen too it'll be on the screen and this little booklet of my testimony from you know from tradition to truth the priest story this basically is true it's it's the first edition of it but I I gave an update today but it was true word for word Mm -hmm. as it is written and I thank God and it's easy to get copies of this to obtain copies all you've got to do is phone 850-438-6666 and that's the chapel library yeah yes 850-438-6666 or email chapel at mountzion.org and uh, get copies of this and uh, you can get hundreds of these testimonies they're very they're very um, they don't charge they just charge what it costs for them to print and uh, they will they will willingly supply testimonies of my testimony and uh, and I thank God he has used the testimony and this little tractor you're right with God mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they are in on our webpage even in in in, 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 in other languages you know what I mean yeah. so besides besides um, like we're in, we're in Slovakian and um, Croatian and, and many other languages and right. uh, Slovak and all uh, on your website too. Y- 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 yes yeah, and, and Hungarian yeah. Hungary is a huge country I, I visited there in, in the year 2000 and uh, it was uh, with a dear brother Dick Knowles that I traveled mm-hmm. and uh, he was a man of grace if there ever was one praise God yeah. and Mike Stevens who uh, who um, was a main director all over the years a man of God grace that we worked together with for many years so I thank God for men like that mm-hmm. Mike Stevens yeah. and and uh, you know, for you Greg and for I thank God and for Doug Salsa mm-hmm. uh, and we have worked together and seen the fruit of God's work and to God be the glory the praise the worship and the honor now and forevermore is God. Yeah.